1: Welcome to The Glowdown by Breaking Beauty. Our mid-month episode featuring Breaking Beauty news, what products we're loving, and not so much, plus insider celebrity hair and makeup tips. And the trends that are blowing up our DMs, we've got the hot takes coming right up. Hi everybody, welcome back to
0: Breaking Beauty Podcast. We're in your feeds again.
1: That's right, we are busting in this week with late-breaking bonus episode coming in hot from LA for Sephora's first ever House of Beauty event.
0: And I think we should mention that we're going to break this episode up into two parts because there's just so much to talk about. And so this is part one today. And tomorrow in your feeds, keep an eye out. We're going to have our conversation with Jen Atkin. We did not attend her session at Sephora. She was there, but we got something even better. We sat down with her one on one for twenty minutes talking all about the Dyson Airwrap. So that's yeah. coming at you tomorrow.
1: Yeah. She also is gonna give us some tidbits on what else is coming up from her, like hair accessories, mm-hmm. luggage, and just generally all the all the hair she's news killing it right that's now. Fit to print. I she know. is
0: just she's worked so hard and it's all paying off for her in, yeah. in space. And also, can we talk about how she was on our flight to Los Angeles? Oh yeah. She was here in Toronto. Yes. Uh, for an event. you are like,
2: Hi Yeah. Actually I
0: didn't say hi, but <laughs> <laughs> she, I thought that was kind of fun that she was on our flight. Sephora, it just happened this past weekend. Carlene and I, we were in Los Angeles. We were actually there with the initial MO to interview the co-founder of Glam Glow, Shannon Delamore. And we went up high in those Hollywood Hills to her headquarters. We were in the Glam manch y'all. Yeah, Glam land. Um, we're going to have that story, which is so fascinating and so exciting. We're going to be bringing that to you in an upcoming episode. But, you know, Glam Glow, they were at Sephora too, right?
1: Along with so many more top shelf brands. And the timing was great because we were able to stay a few extra days to experience the event that was in celebration of Sephora being in the U.S. for 20 years now. Can you believe that? If you can picture this in your mind, like a beauty playground. I mean, the Sephora store is already fantastic
0: to begin with and so much fun but this is like a whole other level yeah there was 5,000 people that attended over the weekend Yep.
1: so there were four sessions and you didn't get an all weekend pass like you signed up for individual sessions right and each had really big headlining names like Chrissy Teigen and Jen Atkin and Makeup by Mario what was the venue again it's called the Majestic yeah it's called the Majestic it's in downtown Los Angeles it's Mm -hmm. really famous Uh, I think at one time
0: it was a It had to be a bank because there was a vault in the basement. But um Bridesmaids, the movie, has shot there. The good Mm -hmm. place, that huge TV show right now with Kristen Bell, that's shot there. A lot of music videos are shot at the Majestic. Um so it's this very iconic venue. I think it's like over twenty thousand square feet. So it's massive. Yeah,
1: it's very historic, but then it's like there's a mega party going on
0: inside totally so some of the highlights some of the headliners were uh, Sephora guests makeup artists like Mario known as makeup by Mario on Instagram he's most famously Kim Kardashian's makeup artist seen tons of times on keeping up with the Kardashians he was there with the makeup brand
1: Laura Mercier So we're going to be covering some tidbits from his talk later on in the episode. We also sat in on this session from celebrity makeup artist, Daniel Martin. He gives us some complexion tips. And of course, he's most famously Meghan Markle's makeup artist. Yeah. So we're going to bring you the highlights from those sessions a little later on. In the meantime, let's get back into the funhouse vibe that was going on. There were oversized products everywhere multi-sensory installations like games. um, And you spotted some big influencers in the crowd, right? Yeah,
0: I know that Candy Johnson was there, the huge YouTuber, Gigi Gorgeous. Uh, It was like a really fun... Beauty extravaganza,
1: absolutely, and it was not easy to get in. No, okay, <laughs> but tickets were they were not inexpensive.
0: No, they. I think the whole idea with Sephora, unlike some other beauty conventions that are out there, beauty events that are out there, this they really want to keep very intimate, almost feeling like you're going to yes. a very glamorous person's house party. Mm-hmm. The tickets were kind of divided into three tiers of access, so right. you had the bronze ticket for $99 silver ticket for $249 and a gold ticket for $449. That was per session. So there were four sessions over the course of the weekend. And each session, a maximum number of 1,200 people was allowed in. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty exclusive access. And I even remember when we were walking around, um, nobody, like the lineups were like maybe 10 minutes at the most for someone to experience something from a brand. Mm -hmm. You could really get up close and personal.
1: And I think the real, well, a couple of payoffs for those prices because they they are quite high. Yeah. But the swag bag, number one, like it, you got almost double the amount in value in the swag bag if not more mm-hmm. so if you paid 99 it was like 179 worth of value if you paid 249 i think mm-hmm. it was like 449 44 4, 449 was like 900 and something mm-hmm. so you definitely got that back and then if you did get those masterclass tickets one thing that i was kind of surprised mm-hmm. by when you talk about that intimacy mm-hmm. there how many chairs were there i'd say 70 70 chairs well I can tell you in comparison to Founder Made, for example, when we sat in the crowd and it was like Huda Catan and yeah. um, Leander Medine, Leander Medin, it was like 300. Like yes. it was, there were so many people. So it really felt like you were in like a classroom or a university and lecture there, hall. And there we were in the front
0: row, caters <laughs> each and every time. But I, oh, yeah. I did talk to somebody about their swag bag okay and they told me that they got a lipstick from a high-end brand she said it was really good and she loved the color that okay. she got and she also said that there were there was a mark jacobs dewdrop highlighter in there okay. so they weren't like skimping on samples it was like full-size great brands good that you want to try okay, yeah okay yeah if you guys went please let us know what you got in your swag bag we're very curious because we haven't seen you can dm us on instagram at breaking beauty podcast or in our chat room let us know
1: Okay, so let's start with the opening media party on Friday night where Mm -hmm. we got to check out all the installations before the crowds got there. Thank goodness, because yeah. we got the pictures. Yeah, so there was this was kind of a VIP party for media as well as
0: brand VIP guests. You get there, you arrive, and we had no idea what to expect. Right, this is the inaugural Sephora, mm-hmm. so this is a big deal. And so when you get there, you walk in, and there is a garden, like a garden party. First thing you see for it's it's like after dark, so there's like neon signs everywhere, and there's a picket fence around the garden,
1: the fake grass everywhere, which I love, yeah. by the way,
0: like green grass wall. Yes, and everything, in so. like downtown LA. So it was like you're on a movie set kind of yeah. when you walked in, but it's a garden. And first thing you see, like the crowds part, and it's just a skyscraper jar of La Mer cream. My mind was blown. Like it could have been, like you said before, like eight of you stacked on top of each other, yeah. like
1: the height. This is like K- when King Kong reaches for his La Mer, <laughs> this is his jar of La Mer.
0: <laughs> it was just so impressive. And I think you and I have been to a lot of events. And so it's it's really unusual to see something that blows you away right out of the gate and that certainly blew me away I was like wait a minute I need to take a picture of this it's insane and tell them about
1: what was inside oh yeah
0: you could go inside and it was like you basically stepped into the bubble of La Mer and inside they had a wall stacked with jars of La Mer oversized jars and each jar could hold a pound of their famous cream Mm -hmm. and there was probably over a hundred jars. I don't even know. It went up the whole um, vertical length of the Mm -hmm. wall. And the girl that was working in there said, if each of these jars was actually filled with cream, the wall value would be
1: $1 million. Yeah, they called it the million dollar wall. Oh, so fun. (laughs) Um, And then, so you go back outside and there are all You like drag us away from the La Mer photo op to the next (laughs) photo op. Yeah. And like sample, sample all over my hands. And then you go outside and there's like booths all around one side and they're just beautiful. It's like little vignettes, basically. You can step into and get your photo taken. It's all Instagram-based. There was It Cosmetics. There was Gucci Beauty. Glam Glow. Glam
0: Glow, which was our favorite photo op.
1: Yeah. The lighting was just right in there and they also had an oversized jar of Glam Glow that had sort of a cushion on the top so yeah. you could sit on it and then the, a giant applicator. Yeah, and even the lid was, they had it there with the big star on it and yeah. neon signs inside. And if I'm not mistaken, when we were at the Glam Land, they yeah. told us that Donald Robertson had consulted on like the creative direction sure, yeah. of um of that setup. So that was kind of a and cool he's a fat, big,
0: big illustrator and he works a lot with Estee Lauder, which yeah. owns Glam Glow now. But anyway, we digress. So then we go, move on past the garden party and we're being taken through on a private tour with one of the Sephora beauty directors. It was so fun to meet them. Yeah. There is Maisha Sewell. Um, I hope I said your last name correctly there is Jeffrey English and then there was David razzano so they basically they had already had their sneak peek so they were our tour guides and I'm glad that they were leading the way because I would have got lost in there <laughs> and so they gave us a private tour and so you walk in there's that grand staircase yeah and it's kind of like um they have all of these different rooms and activations so there was the kitchen that's where glow recipe and Becca was with Chrissy mm-hmm. Teigen. there were the neighborhoods and that's all the brand activations that were, um, the exterior of each booth looked like a little townhouse. Yeah. Then there was the glitter party room where all the, ma- a lot of the master classes were being held. It was in the basement. It was to- yes. totally
1: underground.
0: Yeah. And there was, what else was there? There was the fragrance bar. There was the lipstick
1: lounge. The suds. Uh, there was a suds room yeah, or the something that was room. on skincare. Yeah. Very, yes. Very cool. Yeah. So when we walked in at first, um, we went into Huda Beauty. And that's where they had like all this kitchen making stuff. And somebody told me I look like Ali Webb from Dry Bar. (laughs) I was like, I will take it. (laughs) Um, That was funny. And then, of course, we we went to Becca. Sadly, we did not see Chrissy Teigen. But we did get some hot scoop on the new holiday kits that are launching that she collaborated on.
0: Yeah. All I remember about those products is how they smelled. They all smelled like baked goods, honestly. Like cinnamon. and. 100%.
1: So to give you an example, there's a glow kitchen kit. It was launching that very day. So Mm -hmm. if guests did go in to see it, it was like, um, very fresh, uh, fresh out of the oven. (laughs) Um, so that glow kitchen kit featured like four brand new products. They were not just bundled and they were all inspired by Chrissy's, ultimate holiday cravings they said so there was like a lip souffle which was a whipped mousse a matte liquid lipstick it smelled like vanilla a two-in-one glow souffle eyeshadow and face highlighter and it smelled like cinnamon buns so yeah this scented makeup trend not going anywhere
0: yeah and they were really cute like the lip ice the lip icing glow gloss kit Mm -hmm. I really like that there was four lip glosses in it for 35 bucks there's You know, with holiday sets, you always get so much value. So I loved getting. Yeah, you can even
1: break them up and like drop them into people's stockings. So very cool. Totally. What else do we see that was brand new? Well, one thing that you can't even buy in stores that I Mm -hmm. thought was so cool. I was obsessed with the custom eyeshadow quads that you could build because I'd never seen anything like this before. You could pick four eyeshadows from four different brands and make your own palette. That's like a dream. Thirty-five bucks. So there was Urban Decay, Nars, Sephora collection and makeup forever and i i love it how they're just like collaborating instead of competing cuz that's what benefits the customer. That's what matters right now.
0: You know, if you have favorites from each brand, you're basically yeah. creating your ideal palette.
1: And then we went upstairs. And first, let's talk about the dry bar
0: activation. It was so awesome. There yes. was a life-size buttercup blow dryer. That's what they call it, that buttercup yellow. <laughs> and it was life-size blow dryer. And they were doing like styling sessions in there. And they also had their glitter hair dryer on display, which is from their holiday collection. It was so cool. You've heard of foundation wardrobe people. Now we've got a foundation closet so they had every brand from Marc Jacobs to Makeup Forever
1: to you name it and you could swatch and it was like fantastic. Yeah it was another good opportunity to like cross the brands whatever you need. I thought I had a lot of foundation in my bathroom but then I was like oh okay this is (laughs) now I need a closet. But another thing I thought was really cool that you had clocked that you could only get there at Sephora exclusively was the Beauty Blender offering. Why don't you mention that? So
0: we interviewed the founder of Beauty Blender back in, I think it was episode 32. Yeah. Rianne Silva. She's the founder and inventor of the Beauty Blender Iconic. They launched their foundation shades. And so at Sephora, what they did was box whatever foundation shade you were, you got a beauty blender that matched the exact color of your foundation. Personalization. So, so it was really phenomenal to see like that sort of rainbow of beautiful colors mm-hmm. um, and everybody could have the one that matched their skin tone. So cool. I wouldn't be surprised if that ended up coming to the store at some point. I loved that idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then there were all kinds of like really stunning flower activations. Mm -hmm. Like at Joe Malone, it just smelled like you were in a rose garden and right next door was fresh. They were actually giving out individual roses. Like, can you imagine the cost? Yeah. I loved that. And then people came up to us and said, where did, who's giving out the roses? Where,
0: where are those from? Smart. And then we went down to the basement. My favorite. So there was like a whole shop where you could shop minis and there was like a merch store. But. The most impressive thing down there, let's get real, was the Fenty Beauty activation where they debuted for the first time ever, the Fairy Bomb yeah. Highlighter. Yeah.
1: I live for the underground. This reminded me of like my party days. It was like Houser Central down there. Yeah. You um,
0: walk through a vault, an actual vault to get into the Fenty Beauty room. Yeah. And it was just there was a glitter bath yeah and we got in it to do our photo op I'm telling you I was still finding glitter in my hair in my shoes there was some of my bra <laughs> I am quite sure I left it all over my hotel room you couldn't and it was hilarious because like there were men walking around that had glitter in yeah. their hair
1: you're like oh you've got something <laughs> on your eyelid there
0: <laughs> they're like yeah we just went to Fenty Beauty but let's talk about the product they dropped
1: absolutely that fairy bomb loose powder
0: yeah so if people are familiar with that glitter bomb that Rihanna launched with Fenty Beauty last year it was that powder puff that had the product in it and you would um, put it all over your decolletage and you just look like there was so many memes I remember when that came out of like um, men doing it and stuff it was so funny so they've they've taken it out of the puff and they've put it in Uh, Package. There's three of them. There is Coppa Chill, 24K Ray, and Rose on Ice. So there's three different shades that look great on all skin tones.
1: I love how you said 24K Ray because I read that as 24 Cray. Like I mean, it could K, be 24 cray. It's probably cray. You're probably right. But I, I was thinking
0: know. 24 K like 24 gold care goal.
1: Yeah. It's like a play on that. Yeah. Cray. Yeah.
0: I was thinking I misspelled that. So, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> they debuted that globally yeah. that very night. So we were probably the first people in the world. Some of the first people in the world to Get a peek at it and it's launching everywhere online on December 7th.
1: And I got to try it yes. on my arms and I got a hack um, from the gals who are working the booth. And so, yeah, you can just like dip your uh, brush into the, the jar you can dip your brush and swirl it around and apply it that way but she recommended that I spray my arm with water like a spritz first and then add it on and it basically just instantly liquefies it turns it into this beautiful fluid and the color is way more intense like as if you have put something on top of a primer yeah that's how the water activated the product these are
0: meant to be worn on your body so like your shoulders your Mm -hmm. neck your decollete and I think to be honest you could probably even mix it in with like your body lotion and just spread it on and it would look so killer especially for a holiday Holiday season
1: coming up. It was hot. Yeah. Um, another one of my favorite moments was when we hit that Pat McGrath Labs booth. Yes. Girl. That, like, she, to me, reminds me of the whole underground scene. Like, remember how she would always get inspired by the makeup looks at the box and, like, all these crazy nightclubs in London and stuff? Mm -hmm. And it just felt like that. So what they were doing, which made so much sense, is they were giving people that glitter lip. Mm -hmm. So I did it. I got, you know, that hot red color. They put the glitter on top. It was, like, so thick and rich. It was, like, my best beauty look. How does it go on if no one's tried it? So, they put on the they put on like the color. I didn't have a mirror, but like mm-hmm. they put on the color. You were watching more than more than mm-hmm. I was. And then I think they put on the gloss and that's the sticky stuff that's yeah. going to all the powder is going to get stuck to it. And then they basically use like an eyeshadow brush and they dip it into the powder and they pat it on. Pat yeah. it on. And you can feel it getting thicker and thicker and it literally feels like there is powder on your lips. Yes. It's not the most comfortable thing in the world, but who gives a shit? It yeah. looks Crazy hot.
0: Yeah. It's like, so you're not putting bonbons in your face all night too. That's kind of maybe a kind of a good
1: party (laughs) hack. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, But what I thought was so genius about that in comparison to some other, uh, some of the other activations within Sephora is that it was signature and people then knew to go to the Pat McGrath lab to get that done because people were like, where did you get those? Where did you get them done? And you could then tell
1: them that it's from Pat McGrath. There were just so many brands. So to have a signature look was so smart. I thought totally. And everyone knows it's no secret. Pat McGrath labs is not inexpensive, Yes, but they were also offering there in that whole mini section, the lust mini matte trans trio. So it's three of the matte lipsticks in, pint size for 25 us dollars and i would and those retail for like 45 each in the full size so i thought that was a steal it is available on their website however it sold out so it's just like stuff like that you could get by being there that's not so easy to get at home
0: yeah and also just being able to try it get a vibe for what it would look like and in that environment it's not in a bright store you're like this is actually where i would wear this look Well,
1: you're capturing a memory like
0: i will i will forever remember that That moment and that, that look that was very cool then there was like the whole fragrance bar too um Killian Hennessy had a Mm -hmm. pop-up activation and we popped by the Atelier Cologne and got some new info on a fragrance that's launching from them and if you guys are familiar Atelier Cologne they're like palm-sized bottles they're beautiful and they have those like sleek leather cases that fit on top so you can travel with it it's not gonna break and what is let's tell everybody what we smelled
1: So it's called Pacific Lime. And of course, they're all about citrus, this Mm -hmm. brand. And so they got into the lime this season. They're using a coconut base. All natural, they said. Yeah, it's not artificial, that coconut base. Mm So if you're into like sweet and tropical, this is definitely going to be your jam. Yeah. And it's um, coming out
0: early December to Sephora exclusively. And then in 2019, it's rolling out to everybody. And I have to tell a funny story how like... When I smelled it, I thought, oh, what color is this packaging going to be? Because it's that new. They don't even have the package. And in my mind, I was like, this is going to be turquoise for sure. Yeah. And then. And I thought it was going to be lime green because it's lime. It's Pacific Pacific lime. lime. Yeah. So we, and it turns out we were both dead wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Even though it is like inspired by Balinese and they said like tropical destinations. It's going to be fuchsia, you guys, which is still fantastic. But I was like, in my mind, um, I really associate fragrances
1: with colors.
0: It's weird. And I was like, for sure, this is going to be blue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was dead wrong. Anyway,
1: well, we definitely stocked up on a lot of samples, products that we hadn't tried before. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to try the Sol de Janeiro Brazilian. Did you call it the Boom Boom Cream? It is called the Boom Boom. Okay, it's spelled Bum Bum. Yeah. So that's no, but confusing. Yeah. But I learned there that it's the number one best selling body cream at Sephora. You know how I love a number one best selling yeah. anything. <laughs> so right away, I'm like, why is this the number one? So I've yeah. got that at home. I cannot wait to try it.
0: It's all about bringing like. Brazilian beauty secrets to the masses and they had this they had what I liked about them they had that bronzing body oil and yeah. you can use it on your face too and uh just those girls were glowing let me yeah. tell you you and said this like, cream
1: has some pigment in yeah, it or this, something?
0: the boom boom cream has a, a hint of a silver pigment mm-hmm. um that's supposed to just make your skin glow and um you know not be ashy at all and just like very and it has cupa butter in it and um just a lot of really nourishing ingredients so i'm so
1: curious about that because i feel like typically gold is, is the universal like if you're going to add a yes. tint into some body thing yeah, yeah. it's like gold it
0: yeah. So, so cool and then
1: there was the milk makeup booth yes I can't wait to try I took home a little sample of that too oh the blur stick yes so I can't stick. wait to try I've that I've tried that before I haven't tried mm-hmm. it before mm-hmm. I lost my press badge in that freaking place <laughs> and I felt like such an idiot they're like do not you l- lose this pass yeah because it's so hard to get in and of course the next day I'm like I'm so sorry I got carried away yeah
0: they it, had the best uh, people working in their booth because they just like forced you to pose and we were like we're not we're not influencers we don't do that and then they were like listen sit down and every time we say click you just move like a model a yeah
1: and so they're like <laughs> and it really worked and they were like take off the press pass so I got carried away yeah. and I like flung it somewhere yeah. it's probably hanging
0: from the ceiling yeah so I loved I love milk makeup and uh, it was really fun just outside of that booth, we spotted the founders of Milk Makeup, Zanna Roberts-Rossi, who a lot of people know from Project Runway and right. her Mary Claire days and her husband. Um, they own Milk Makeup or Milk Studios where so many people shoot. So it was fun to see them in the flesh. And I know that Zanna Roberts, she also did a session on the Saturday. Um, and then we also, I think why you got distracted and lost your past was because we were we clocked that Vernon Francois, the hairdresser was there Mm. and we really wanted to meet him because we were fangirling. And he's a dream guest of ours. We chased him. We like ran out of
1: the milk makeup to like chase him down. Yes, we did. We had a good little chat. He kind of sort of remembered me from a phone interview. (laughs) We did when I wrote a piece for Elle Canada and um, he complimented my dress. He's like, I'm loving this situation. (laughs) So I'm never washing that dress ever again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, he was, he was actually in town because he did Elaine Walter Roth's hair hair and, and she hosted a couple of the sessions. So he, you know, he said he had just gotten up off a plane 20 minutes ago. So yeah, this guy is so in demand. So it was fun to like see him in the flesh and um, be able to chat with him for a few minutes.
1: Okay. So day two, we were at Sephora on the Sunday, which was the second day the event was open to the public. And we get there and there's this giant lineup to get in. And of course, some of the looks that are happening in line, like the eyeliner looks and like the colors, the turquoise on the eye, the Mm -hmm. pink hair, like people are not holding back. We had a captive audience. They couldn't move
0: anywhere. So we sidled (laughs) up to them with our microphones (laughs) and we got a few people. Some people were too shy, but a few people were willing to talk to us about their looks and what they were excited about for Sephora. So we're going to play some of those for you right now.
2: My name's Sarah and I'm from Colorado. Oh, amazing! Um, Yeah, I flew in for the event. Oh
1: my God. (laughs) What are you most looking forward to?
2: Um, I'm really excited to see the Tatcha booth. Um, okay. I, was at, I was actually here yesterday, yeah. um, and I didn't get a chance to swing by that one, and okay. I am a huge skincare junkie, so okay. that's definitely what I'm All thrilled right.
0: Tell everybody about your hair, because you've got amazing, <laughs> amazing pink hair.
2: Um, well, yeah, so my hair is pink, and I work at a dairy, so I tell a lot of kids that I drink a lot of strawberry milk, because that's <laughs> actually true.
1: <laughs> that's good. And how about you girls? What are you looking forward to seeing?
2: Oh, I really want to see all the like the makeup artists, like just learning from them. Like sometimes I feel better when I'm out of school. I'm like, I know how to do stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who great. are you looking forward to seeing?
3: I'm excited for the free stuff mostly. Because yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. I want the free goodies. And yeah. like there's a room where you can make an eyeshadow palette.
1: Yes. Four shades from four different brands.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm excited for that. And today's also my birthday. So. Yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. <laughs> And, and
1: sorry, what's your name? Can you tell
0: us?
3: My name is Umber and we're I'm from Redondo Beach, she's from Huntington Beach.
1: Oh. What's your name?
0: Anusha Sikawat.
3: Okay. Thanks,
0: guys. Hi. Hi.
1: We're from Hi. Breaking Beauty Podcast. Anyone wanna tell us what you're excited <laughs> to see today? The glitter pool at the Fenty. Yeah. So yeah, like the big kilowatt glitter pool. I'm ready to immerse myself in that. It's the best photo op. We got one on Friday.
2: Awesome! How exciting! <laughs> oh my God! Your makeup.
1: You have stars under your
0: eyes.
2: Okay, so yes. Hey, tell us your name, please. Jessica. And
0: how long did it take you to do your makeup today? Uh, about an hour.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> that
0: you're committed. Is that I'm a
1: stencil under your eye? No, I drew it. <gasps> you are so talented. I love it. You've got like a copper eye, or a copper lip going on. One more yeah. from the crowd. Sure.
2: This girl's got a really cool eyeliner on. What's your name? Tarshika. Okay. Ther-shika. Um, I actually flew in from Toronto. so <gasps> We're from I- Toronto. Oh, really? Yes. Hi. Oh, yeah, my yeah, God. I flew in yesterday. I'm leaving again tonight, so this is like a day thing that we're coming in ah. for. Um, what I'm wearing is Morphe, so the 35B palette, the Sephora eyeliner, lashes are far off from Huda Beauty. I have a lot of brands on my face. I have like <laughs> NARS uh, foundation and concealer. Um, what else do I remember? A uh, Master Chrome uh, highlighter from the Maybelline.
1: Okay. We have um, to describe this look, though. So tell us, how would you describe your eye look?
2: It's kind of. Like uh, a night look, but also like a like a full-on glam. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing, um, and the colors. You the go colors are like the pink and like the dark like a shimmer blue. Yeah. So I feel like it really pops out. Like like you said, you notice my eyeliner. I'm right loving the blue. So like the eyelashes bring a pop too. Yeah. And like a bright bold lip, which is like a.
1: And who, who are you here most excited to see?
2: Um, honestly, it's not even who I'm saying. I'm like excited for the whole event. Yeah, like, yeah. Different brands. I get to explore. Because I just worked, started working at Sephora a couple months ago. Okay. So I feel like, you know, I want to get exposure to all these brands. And I'm really excited to learn about all these brands. Yeah. All here tonight. And yeah. I have a master class with Mario at 3 p.m. So yeah. I'm excited Woo. for that. Woo! Woo. Are, you guys, are, you guys, are you guys friends? No. no. <laughs> we just met on the line. <laughs> no. okay. yes. You're you friends now. Thank okay. you so much. Thank have you. fun.
1: So from there we made our way inside and of course the big thing for us at this point is you know we've seen all of the activations so really we were there to catch the headliners at the master classes um, beeline for the basement basically. <laughs> yeah. We had some strategy going on mm-hmm. so that we could make sure we got front row. So I was responsible for sitting in our seat and holding down the floor yeah. to see Daniel Martin, who was our first uh, session. I wanted to do some roving reporting. And so I went
0: to the lip lounge, which is the activations that or bike beauty had an activation, YSL beauty and Um, Sephora collection so at Sephora collection you were able to customize your lipstick packaging Mm -hmm. with a personal photo from your phone so I spoke to Lawrence who was one of the makeup artists there you and I had taken a photo on Friday night. I was like, we want this one printed out. And and so we picked our colors. We had picked our colors that night. And so I worked with Lawrence to print out the photos. And while we were waiting for them to print, and I believe that was $8 to do. Like you bought your lipstick and then it was $8 to customize the cap. Mm-hmm. So it was like a photo that was printed out and stuck around the cap. It was so cool. So I was asking him about like the types of... St- lip stories that he was hearing from people. And he said that there was one bride who came in and she printed off a photo for each of her five bridesmaids, a token of appreciation, but also documenting a moment that meant a lot to her with each of her friends and each of her bridesmaids. I thought that was so cool. And um, then I asked him if any stories made him cry. And he said that there was one woman who came in and her grandfather had recently passed away. So what she did was decided she wanted to create a custom lipstick for her grandmother. Mother, and she brought in the photo of her grandparents wedding photo mm-hmm. chills already. Mm-hmm. And, um, so she printed that out and put the wedding photo on, on this lipstick and she was getting going to give it to her grandmother for a holiday gift. Yeah. And I just thought that was so sweet. And yeah. there was I just think that option is limitless. Like hope that was exclusive to Sephoria, but I'm hoping in future they would bring that yeah. to the store online because what a cool gift.
1: Yeah, totally. But I kind of love that it was unique to that event because yeah. then it's like the ultimate memento. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like that's it's true. just that special thing that you can't duplicate. Well, back at the session. Yeah. I was sitting there waiting for Daniel Martin, so <laughs> (laughs) Like we said, he is a really hot celebrity makeup artist right now. He was there with Dior, and he was sort of talking about the case for a more natural makeup look than, say, you know Instagram makeup looks, and I think it was all based on the fact that when he did Meghan Markle's makeup for her wedding and her freckles showed through, that was just so major. That was like yes. headline making. Yes, it was huge. I liked that he was when he was talking about some of the products he used. Of course, he was talking about Dior and their face products, which is great. But he also mentioned that he has a favorite foundation brush that's like three dollars yeah. from the dollar store.
0: When we were Instagram living this experience, somebody man- mentioned they were like, "Well, get the." name of that brush like what is it and yeah. he had just said it was a little hard to hear but he had just said I can't even tell you what this is because yeah. I've used it so much the name has been like yeah. completely annihilated on it you can't read it <laughs> anymore
1: but he did have a good usable
0: hack about primers and what he said was the most important thing is that if you're using a primer and a foundation together together you have to make sure that the bases are the same so if you're using a water-based foundation. The primer should also be water-based and that will help it to stick longer and not break down. And similarly, if you're wearing
1: a foundation that's oil-based, maybe you should get a primer that's more oil-based as well. Yeah. Just to have that compatibility. I thought that was a great point as well. And I also liked how there was an audience member who sort of said to him, okay, you're getting known for this more natural look, but she said something to the effect, like how, how is it that you never use False eyelashes, even though your clients look so great and their lashes Mm -hmm. look so amazing. Mm -hmm. And he kind of like said, well, thank you, and took yeah. a bow, meaning yeah. he's like, I do use lashes, you just don't know it.
0: Yeah. There's not a makeup artist out there that doesn't use them, but he had this trick where he said he basically cuts the band off of them yeah. and then applies them kind of like in clusters. Yeah. And so he's he's just like stealth using eyelash extensions. And so you just have this fluttery, gorgeous lash and no one knows. Yeah.
1: He also mentioned that he uses Ardell lashes. Mm-hmm. I didn't clock the exact item number. Yeah, the exact skew. The exact skew. <laughs> He did mention it, but, um, yeah. anyway, they were our So another, uh, cheap and chic find.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be stocking up on those.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Our last session of the day, and we should mention there were other sessions going on at the time. There was like skincare sessions with Dr. Murad and Elaine Walter Roth. There was Vicky Sai was doing a masterclass, but some of them were at um, the same time. So we couldn't take them all in, but we were front row for makeup by Mario. And of course, you know, him as, um, Kim's makeup artist but he has five and a half million followers on Instagram and let me tell you the lineup to
1: get into his class specifically was he was the like longest. rock star status yeah so Mario Ded Ivanovich, I believe is how you say it. Um, he was there with Laura Mercier and his master classes are usually four hours long, he said. Mm-hmm. But he sort of gave us the Coles notes. You know, this all happened in under an hour and the topic he was speaking about was how to set up and how to set down. So he was sort of promoting the brand's new translucent loose setting powder, Glow. Mm-hmm. So that's like the follow-up to the original iconic loose powder. That's and, translucent. Um, talking about how to bring back a natural health glow after setting your makeup okay what does set up and set down mean Well, I think what he means is like you set your makeup, so you apply the powder, but then you have to work backwards a little bit to get that glow back and that setting down. Got it. Yeah. That's what he called the technique was how to set up and how to set down. Yeah. It was interesting when he
0: stepped on the stage. First thing he said, how many of you guys are makeup artists? Yeah. And I think he's used to talking to large crowds of makeup artists. And there was maybe like 10 or 12 people of the 70 people that were sitting there Mm -hmm. that were makeup artists. The rest of us were just like beauty fans and so I think that's why he was even using that terminology right you know and we were sitting there like keeners before he even came on the stage and I loved the behind the scenes because He was incredibly meticulous about the setup on the stage. He had the mark put on the carpet. He had the two diva lights there, the ring lights. Um, He had his model on stage. He was checking the light. He was checking the models. He was getting his station set up. You can tell how incredibly seriously he takes his artistry. And um, that was like fascinating to see.
1: Yeah, there was an intensity there for yes. sure. And even afterwards, he was doing a meet and greet with the crowd. And he kind of called out to them and he's like, I prefer selfies. You know, he asked um, the production people to put the music on. It's it's not that he's not nice, but mm-hmm. he's very direct. That I remember you saying that to me. You're like, I love how he's very direct. He knows what he wants. He knows what... Looks good. He's done these
0: types of things a lot. Mm -hmm. I thought that he was very gracious with all of the questions that he answered. Yeah. So the the questions were. come in fast and furious from yeah. the audience.
1: So of course he got that question, you know, what are the big trends in makeup right now? And that was kind of funny. He's like, what are you a beauty editor
0: <laughs> as former
1: beauty? That editors, was, and also that it was, was a funny. diss.
0: It wasn't a compliment.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. So he was joking, but yeah, well, he kind of said, you know, he's always asked that question and his opinion at this point is just like, I think it's just where we're at with trends is that they've come so fast and furious that they basically have become ar- irrelevant. It's just yeah. like, do whatever you want whatever you're feeling yeah and he kind of said it's more about his client like sure if they're high fashion he might say do you want to do a glitter look knowing that it was all over the spring runways right but if he's do- if he's working with um what, like an actress who's not so high fashion yeah. he's just not even going to worry about that. Yeah. Having said that, he did say that there has been a lot of matte skin out there mm-hmm. in the past year and he just thinks that people are getting tired of that yeah. and he personally enjoys a challenge, so mm-hmm. he said that he's really feeling dewier, even more glossy skin right now yeah. and he predicts that that's going to be bigger in the year ahead.
0: Yeah, and you couldn't let it go. <laughs> you had to <laughs> sneak in a beauty editor question. Fuck yeah! Um, and so let's hear it.
1: I had to know from the master himself where we're at with contouring these days.
3: I've never contoured before, so I don't know <laughs> um, where we at. So contour is like that thing that has always been around forever, since, since since forever really, and it's always going to be around. Now that the masses, like regular people, know how to do it they're going to always do it as well, you know. As artists, we use it all the time, no matter what, because we always want to, you know, subtly transform our client's faces or, you know, photos, we need it. Sometimes you've got to make someone's nose thinner. Sometimes you have to, kind of, give a diet to the face, but um, not always too, because when I teach about contour, I always tell my students, like, the main thing for me is, like, it's more important to know when not to contour than it is to know how to contour. Because just because you know how to contour doesn't mean that you should contour and that you should do it every day or that you should do it on every single client of yours. Because it's not flattering on every single person. So it's about knowing when to do it, when not to do it, when to pull back. But it'll always be around because, you know, who doesn't like a nice, hard cheek, you, know? you know? So if I'm working on him, I'm gonna contour because she likes to be contoured. But if I'm working on, let's say, an actress client of mine who's like, has a more very like subtle style, I don't do any contour at all because that's not her aesthetic. Um, if I'm working with someone who has a really beautiful, small, tiny nose, and there's no need to contour it, you know what I mean? Um, so you just you look at you look at the face, and you know when not to contour, when to contour. It's just you know. Sometimes if you contour someone who doesn't need it, you're actually doing their face a disservice. You're making them look worse than they actually are. I think we've seen a lot of social media. If you look sometimes on social media, you see videos where this beautiful young girl plastic or with tons and tons of contour foundation and correctors and it's like oh my god like you don't need that you're, you were so perfect before like why did you, t- you didn't need that so that in that case it's easier to kind of understand like in that case you're kind of doing yourself a disservice and it's not needed you don't know? do things when you when you need it not just not just because you know how to do it.
0: Okay so then he's in the middle of schooling us and this little beauty moment happens.
3: Yeah use less up make sure that the colors like in skincare here. It's like a a big part <laughs> of I'm good. <laughs>
0: so that was very funny like we said it was we were like students studying from a master it was like a very classroom sort of idea where you wouldn't you you want to you could almost hear a pin drop people were like taking notes yeah and then rianne just busts in and and says that and she's the founder of beauty blender rianne silva and she so she has like a very familial relationship with all makeup artists i have to say makeup Mario had about four beauty blenders on his table yeah and uh, daniel martin earlier also had a beauty blender no surprise there. It's the best tool ever. Have yeah. as many on hand as you possibly can. But I just thought that was very cute um, when they uh, when they show their camaraderie as artists.
1: Absolutely. I also really like the part when Mario talked about how he made it, how yeah. he got to where he is today, because he's obviously a huge success story. And he was just very candid and very real in his answer. Let's hear it.
3: Before I actually started doing celebrities, I worked for 10 years, like literally just you know busting my... But, um, and working for free, and struggling, and sacrificing, and starving. And, um, but it was just being, it was being extremely persistent, and never giving up, and just you know, writing my goals out. and just never giving up. You know? I just I kept trying, and the doors closed my face, and I would try again, and I would go back again. I'd go to an agency, and they would say no you you were not interested, and I'd go back again three months later until they were interested. Just setting goals for yourself, and going back to read those goals, and see if you achieve them. Helps. But you have social media now, so, a really nice social media page get nice lighting make sure your makeup looks beautiful you know don't be messy and sloppy on social media don't on social media thongs and you know clients don't want to see those
0: things I love that and I mean uh, it's not unlike a lot of the founders that we talked to
1: right Mm -hmm. his perspective and just grinding it out yeah my favorite moment of all of Sephoria happen next, so okay. it's tor- it's basically the end of the session. And I look across the aisle to see who's beside me in the front row. It's a ten-year-old girl. Yeah, it's just like reminding me of my daughter. She's just adorable as can be. She's got like. Two little top-knot buns on mm-hmm. the top of her head. She's wearing denim overall shorts. It says like hashtag Sephora on it in these badges, yeah. you know, those iron-on badges yes. and like really colorful like lipsticks and things like that. Yeah. And there was a station where you could do that. You could get a Levi's and you could do that. But this was like uh handmade an overall situation. Yeah, we had to find out more. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I was like, can I get a picture? I asked her mom. And, um, so her mom started talking to us. She's like, yeah, of course, no problem. And I was like, do you want to be in it with her? Like, I don't know yeah. if you're okay with us posting this. She's like, no, it's fine. You can tag her on Instagram.
0: And I think her mom also let us in on the fact that her
1: friend had custom made that outfit yes. for her daughter. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So that's like next level. Yeah. And then, so I'm asking her daughter, I'm like, okay, tell me your name, like spell it out. And she hands me this pen and she's like, here's my handle. And it's at Peyton Hart, So. Now you can look it up. It's P-A-I-T-Y-N-H-A-R-T. Y N H A A R T. You'll see her photos on there, and um, so I'm I'm like, okay, this is great. So I'm writing it down. I go to go to give her the pen back, yeah. and she's like, oh no, you keep it. <laughs> Girls swag. got swag. Swag.
0: Oh my god, she Love was so it. cute. She was there with her sister as well. That's one thing I wanted to note about Sephora is that I really noticed on more than one occasion that there were groups of women together daughters with their moms there was yeah. there was a, every age range from eight to 60 i think you would see when you were there yes. um it wasn't like really really young or really really old it was just beauty lovers of all ages
1: back to Peyton. Peyton, forty eight thousand followers influencer in training she got a selfie with makeup by mario <laughs> we were too chicken to go and up and christy so. tegan like yeah. good good on her we bow down yeah
0: okay so those are all of our favorite beauty moments from sephoria is there
1: anything else you guys want to know please do dm us by all means but we're not quite finished yet we wouldn't be breaking beauty podcast without bringing you up close and personal with one of the top headliners of the event so we may have missed jen concession, but we got something even better yeah, we sat down with the celebrity hairstylist who is our feature guest in part two of our bonus episode dropping tomorrow.
0: Yeah, she'll be talking to us all about that $600 Dyson Airwrap. We talked about it in our last episode, but she is the woman who knows everything about it. So yeah. she was demoing that at Sephora and it literally sold out pretty much as as it came out into stores. And it's coming back in November. It's going to be on shelves. So Jen is also the founder of Way Hair Care and Main Addicts where it's all about educating other hairstylists and she's got her hair accessories. She's got everything on the go luggage, you know it. So she's going to give us lots of insights and that's dropping in your feed tomorrow.
1: Plus we've got the scoop on what her Halloween costume will be. Anybody have any guesses? (laughs) Come back and join us again tomorrow for the big reveal.